Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? This week, we are talking about networking. Check it out. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And this is the solo show where it's you, me, and our thoughts. And I realized we have had all these amazing interviews so far. Why don't we extrapolate what we've learned from them? And then on top of it, I've got 20 years of faults, failures, and missteps that I have done that I can share with you. Why don't we actually utilize that and create a solo show out of it? And one of the commonalities that I found to start out with that all these amazing interviews we've had so far is networking. They're all master networkers. Now they do it in their own individual way, but I realized that most people are never really networking. And I want to start out with a little story of why I know this. In my early 20s, I came from the financial services industry. And the company I was working for was one of the top 10 lenders in the country at the time. And they sent me off to a three-day event where some of the top people in my industry were going to be at. Now, I hadn't even looked to see who the keynote speaker was, what the side sessions were, you know, who exactly was going to be there, who I should listen to and learn from. And by the way, Les Brown was the keynote speaker. And if you ever have an opportunity, I did. The one thing I got out of that was I went and I listened to Les Brown. And he's an amazing speaker, an amazing individual, still to this day. So if you have the opportunity, go hear him talk. But beyond that, my thoughts were, three days, I get a getaway. Who was I going to party with? Where was I going to eat and drink? And who was I maybe going to hook up with? I know, I know, it sounds horrible. I wasn't married, no children, wasn't dating one at the time. But still, like, that was my thought and what I was going to go do. And I want to leave it with, this is one of the reasons why I was poorly networking, why most people are poorly networking. But let's think about it. We're never really taught or trained to network. In the beginning, we've got our family and friends. Then eventually that becomes our inner circle and school. And then it's our coworkers. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, that's really difficult. It's a pretty lonely world. If you are a true entrepreneur, you don't typically have coworkers. But that's where we're learning how to network. And I've eventually learned there's several great resources out there, and I'm just going to, a few that have really helped me over the last few years, learning how to network better. First one, it's a book, Real Easy Read, Blue Fishing by Steve Sims. Now, I do consider Steve a friend, and I've had the fortune of being around him and learning from him, not only from a networking perspective, but just a, a human perspective. And in the book, Steve comes from a bricklayer family, and he realizes this isn't what he wants to do for the rest of his life. But he realized people out there have wants or needs. And sometimes what we want isn't really what we need and really what we truly want. So in it, you'll learn how Steve finds out that this one individual who wants to have a really fancy dinner in Italy at an exclusive restaurant, this is what he's wanting. Now, Steve actually finds out what he's going to provide to him. And Steve has to network and connect the dots to have this individual and his friends and family sit at the feet of David while Andrea Bocelli is serenading them. And throughout this, he has to find out what the museum needs. How does he network to find out what the museum's truly needing? What does Andrea Bocelli truly need? And he talks about how things that we think are impossible are possible. So check out the book and read it. It's a real easy read and you'll get some good networking ideas and what you should be doing out there out of it. Next one, 
there's free resources. There's a group that I belong to called Build Your Network. Now, Travis Chapel, who I am in his mastermind, Cool People, Cool Places, has a free group on there. Now, you'll have people from all different industries chiming in, asking questions, working with each other. And when you can utilize people that are not in your lane and you can take those horse blinders off, you're really able to learn and execute how something in someone else's industry can actually easily be plugged and played into yours and become one of those front runners in what you do or what you want to do. So check out, it's an easy group and there's a lot of them out there, but this one, build your network. Next, the show's called The Mastermind Effect. So who would I be if I wasn't talking about masterminds? There are paid ones, there are uh, free ones. It depends what you're looking for. But masterminds are great ways in order to be around other people from other industries that are at the forefront of what they do and learn from them. So again, you're getting out of that singular lane. So check it out. And then lastly, I came across an article in Forbes and it was by Andy Kramer. And she wrote a great article. It's called How to Network from Home and Why It's So Important. Now, it really centered around women. And what I can say is that we should all read it to learn about someone else's perspective on networking and the challenges people face. The link will be below, but it's a great article on networking, again, by um, Andy Kramer in Forbes. So moving on, one of the other areas is we don't realize the true value behind networking. And what do I mean by that? Well, we only network with those in our industry. That's good. You can learn a lot. But again, that kind of gives us that singular lane. And if we expand outside of that network, we're able to come back and maybe be one of those visionaries that's bringing outside influence and ideas. Me, the guy that went to his first networking event that the bank sent him to. I was there just to say I showed up. <laughs> that was it. I found so many people that go to that go to networking events and they're literally there just to say, I was here. Doesn't do you any good. And then lastly, we say we can't afford it. And I'll pose this back at you and not say anything else. But can you really afford not to? Think about that. So here are a couple things when it comes to realizing the value behind networking and picking the right network to be around. Make sure that your values align with that network. If not, you're going to show up and you'll realize quickly you just you don't belong. You don't fit in. It's not really what you're looking for. So make sure your values align with whatever that networks are. Talk to some of the members and see what they've gotten out of it. You know, actually reach out to them. And then <laughs> there are plenty of free groups out there. If it's uh, we can't afford it, there are so many free groups. I just mentioned one before. There are free articles, free groups that you can find. All right, moving on again. Last but not least, the GPF. We just haven't created the goal plan flow. We go into it and we're thinking things will just fall into place. Just happen, just by happenstance. We're trying to get out of our own skin. It's not the situation. It's really my lack of motivation because we didn't have a goal plan flow. And then last, sometimes we go alone to these events. And if we're an introvert, it's really tough to get out of our shell if we don't have someone that can bridge the gap between being uncomfortable and being around people that we don't know to actually finding a way into a conversation that if we were there with someone. So let's talk about the GPF. Have a goal. What does that look like? Who do I want to meet? So if my goal when I go there is like, you know, who do I want to meet? Am I looking to meet a customer? Am I looking to meet other friends to network with other people in my industry? Have what that goal is before you even get there. Have a plan. Where am I going to spend my morning session, my midday, my afternoon? Will I go to a speaker session? Am I looking again to, you know, to meet customers, grow friendships? Like actually have that plan built out. And then lastly, go with the flow. 
There are so many times that if it doesn't happen the way that we are looking for it to work in our favor, we just kind of flip out. If a session doesn't start on time, if the group I was supposed to meet just doesn't work out the way it is, go with the flow. You will find so far fewer stresses and you'll be able to escape that anxiety that can build up in us by creating the GPF, goal, plan, flow. So these are my thoughts. I'd love to hear yours as well. Comment below and I'll see you on the next solo show. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing The Mastermind Effect.